0: Welcome to the Bar for Bar podcast, a podcast where I normally talk about a single topic for 30 minutes or so. But instead, this week, I have a few little topics to speak about for, again, 30 minutes or so. Ranging from the delay of Donda, to Rolling Loud, to the Lupe and Royce beef. So, let's get into it. Uh, If you are new here, this is definitely not how the podcast normally goes. It's normally a lot more of me just rambling on about a single topic, so I guess be warned? Anyways, uh, starting things off with something that's, I guess, the oldest bit of news (laughs) that I mentioned. Um, So last week I talked about how Kanye West, he held a listening party for Donda at Church LV in Las Vegas. And At that point it was pretty well received i feel not too many people went but you know it was enough that people were excited and at that listening event they there was someone on reddit i forget their name now but they pretty much documented everything that happened and they mentioned how there would be a commercial airing during game six of the nba finals and then a second listening event in Atlanta at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, and then potentially more beyond that, but we haven't gotten there yet. Um, so, at the point of that podcast, I only it was only Monday, so didn't actually verify that there was a commercial coming or not because it didn't happen yet. Now that it's a week later, we know that the commercial happened. It was a Shakari Be- uh, Richardson featured Beats commercial with a Kanye track on it. I forget the name of the track, but it was a good commercial. I mean, it, you know, it makes sense. Um, it also does make sense to include her on, on like a, an album rollout regarding Kanye's mother. Because, I mean, she had also recently lost her mother. Um, so, it all kind of relates to each other. Uh, yeah, but, you know, that track or that snippet was well received. And people were pretty excited online about it. Um, and then after that we all we had to look forward to was the listing event in atlanta which was streamed on apple music um, it was at i think 8 p.m eastern time 5 p.m pacific time i wasn't able to watch any of it because i was working unfortunately but everyone seemed to enjoy it and i mean that's the general concerns, consensus at least and at that point we were all pretty much under the impression that Kanye would be releasing that following day, the 23rd, because every bit of information that we actually had regarding the album said that it would be releasing on July 23rd, coming from the Beats commercial to the Apple listening event to just people around Kanye saying it's releasing on the 23rd. Um, Midnight comes on the 22nd or 23rd, I guess, and no album. But you know, it's it's okay. It's Kanye because you know it, that's just kind of what he does, right? He just he never actually releases on time. It's fine. <laughs> oh boy, were you all wrong? <laughs> Personally, I expected it to not come out, and I think I even said that in the podcast last week. I'm like, it's very unlikely that it will come out on time or on the 23rd. I would be very surprised that it would have, um, because given Kanye's track record. I mean, we know that he doesn't release albums on time, at least as of late. Coming from, you know, basically from the life of Pablo onward. I think, I don't remember if Jesus came out on time, but you know, like, after a certain point, he just kept delaying albums. Anyways, Friday came along, no album, everyone was like, well, he didn't say what time it would come out on the 23rd. Y'all. <laughs> Some people are... Uh, <laughs> they want to believe very hard. And I don't, I don't... I mean, you can. I don't care. It's just funny. Like, looking back on it. It's like, we all know Kanye already. Like, why, why do all this? Like, why pretend like it's actually going to come out on time? But anyways. People continue to hold out hope. And I think it was... Mostly fueled by people around Kanye saying that, oh, it's being worked on. It's finishing mastering right now, and it's being it's been submitted to DSPs. So like everyone's like, oh, okay, cool. So it's actually it's actually coming, and you know then someone else said, I think it will be out by midnight. So I guess technically not the twenty third anymore. But anyways, I mean uh, we've come to expect at least it'll come out over the weekend. Kanye, like you know, it's not gonna. If it doesn't come out on Friday, it'll be out on the weekend. Um, midnight comes, and we get a tweet from Justin Leboy, and that tweet said, "Actually, I, I had it pulled up, and now I now I don't." Um. Let's see the week. do 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 do. do. There it is. The tweet says. Kanye West will move the release of Donda to August 6th. Thanks for your patience. He wants to give his fans the best possible product without rushing anything. He loves y'all with all of his heart. God bless. Um So, that happened, right? And uh Um sorry, I'm just pulling up something else right now. But, you know, everyone was like, "Oh, man, that sucks." That's that's a bummer. At least we're still getting the album, right? <laughs> we'll see. We will see. Now, I'm not surprised that it was delayed. Like, honestly. I'm also not even surprised that it wasn't Kanye telling us that it was delayed. I'm just surprised that they actually gave us a release date for when it would be potentially delayed from again. <laughs> Because, realistically, do do y'all really think it's going to come out on August 6th? I doubt it. I highly doubt that it will come out on the 6th. But I would love to be proven wrong. So, if it does, great. If it doesn't, I'm not surprised. Now, I'm also not surprised that it's delayed because it sounded like people were doing features the day of. And... I think what happened was, Kanye had it done. Like, the album was done. And then, when he started doing the listening event, he either remembered that he has rapper friends that he wants to have featured on this, or they hit him up, and they were like, oh, I'm coming through. And then he was like, oh, wait, I should put you on the album. Like, that. it could be something like that, because I don't think... Like, given the way the rollout was going, I don't think he intended to push it back again. Like, I don't think that was the plan. Like, I think it was basically ready to go. Um, but, could be wrong. Because, given what people were saying at the listening event, where it sounded like Kanye was still making edits on the fly, it, it could just very well be that he was still working on it. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. We might get it on the 6th, we might not. We just kind of have to wait and see. Now, moving on from that, also last week, um, I think it was on Thursday or Wednesday, I don't remember now. But, one day, <laughs> at night, um, royce to Five nine put out the track Silence of the Lambda. Which was a a diss track directed directly... Well, that's how diss tracks work. It was directed towards Lupe Fiasco. And all of this stems from this... I mean, there's other events that led up to it, but the main thing that kicked things off was Lupe's freestyle on Instagram TV. I think it it was like a 15-minute freestyle or something. And there was... Shots thrown at Royce. They weren't necessarily the most uh, aggressive shots, but they were shots nonetheless. Um, Also, I mean, I didn't fully look at the lyrics or anything like that. I just listened to it a couple times. So I could just (laughs) have ignored something. Um, So, you know, fair. Royce responds. And I think the whole thing really kicked off because, like, there's... um, there's like this show where they there's all these boxes that they need to check off to be like an elite MC or that they're trying to determine the criteria for that something along those lines. Um, but regardless, they're doing something, trying to basically prove themselves to each other. And at some point, Royce called Lupe a bitch on IG Live, and as you would, Lupe got upset about it. So, that was him starting to respond. Uh, Royce responded to that long-ass freestyle with Silence on Lambda, which was also a pretty long-ass track. It was like seven minutes long. Um, And he... Yeah, so, I mean, it was a diss track. He went at Lupe, but it wasn't necessarily entirely about Lupe. I felt it was a very just like this is who I like I'm he's kind of proving himself sort of track but also it has a very typical i guess Royce things that he would say like um like you know how back in the day people used to call Royce corny that's kind of how it felt at times um so there was that um but it was still a solid track like, there was a lot of bars. <laughs> it was funny, because when I did the breakdown for it, people were like, you seem really biased to Lupe. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do like Lupe better. Especially since Royce has become this anti-vax crazy man. Um, because you can't be a woke rapper and be anti-vax. That kind of goes against the whole woke part. Being woke means that you are meant to be smart, um, not necessarily just that you're gonna go against things that are supposed to be real, or, like, you're a conspiracy theorist, like, no, you're also supposed to be smart, so, that's a whole nother thing that I'm not gonna get into, but, regardless, um, the, the Royce track was solid, and, and, Realistically, I should have done the breakdown for that first, but I did Lupe track because it was more recent. But anyways, the Royce track, it, yeah, it went after Lupe a couple times. It went after Mickey Facts. It brought up a few random other rappers who weren't really involved, and they weren't really disses towards them. It was just like, he's just mentioning them, name dropping them. Um, And then at the end, Royce brought up Chili, which was kind of rude. Um, basically saying that if it weren't for Chile, Lupe would just be dead in the street. Um, and you know, Chile being Lupe's mentor, and he's in now in jail for, or he was sentenced to jail for forty-four years. At this point, is probably another twenty-something years. Um, but you know, it, it sucked because you you're bringing up basically this person that helped bring Lupe into the rap world, and you're disrespecting him. So, clearly, Lupe was offended. Lupe responded with Steve Jobs' SLR 3.5. SLR is his um, super Lupe rap, where he kind of just goes at a particular person or topic, and usually they're the more intense tracks. Given that this one was only 3.5, it was kind of disrespectful because, you know, he didn't want to go a full step over. He didn't want to go from three to four. So he's like, I'm only gonna put in half of this. Um and you know, that w- it was a much more directed track for sure. Um but to be fair, that's kinda of what disses I feel are meant to be, like very direct. Um but you know, preferences. I preferred the lupe track, just in general, because it was more to the point. <laughs> I also like how it was a longer track, too, to match Royce's track. And one thing that I'm now thinking about, like, why did he call it Steve Jobs? Um, Because in Royce's one, he mentioned the Vax thing and how Lupe, or he alluded to how Lupe would bring on people to talk about the coronavirus vaccine. Um, So if you aren't aware, Steve Jobs, I believe he had cancer and he didn't want to get proper treatment so he only ate fruit um or something like that that was that's the story so he's basically in my mind comparing Royce to Steve Jobs they're both very smart people but they're also very dumb like if you have if you have a disease or if you have a way to prevent something why would you just decline it entirely <laughs> like that sort of thing um so that was just something that i thought of recently but um you know it was i thought a more interesting diss track uh but yeah that one that video was or my breakdown for that got a lot of attention and a lot of people were like clearly it's eminem that he's talking about when his friend I, I yeah obviously I just didn't want to be the guy who's like oh it's probably Eminem because because he's friends with Royce like I don't give a fuck <laughs> like that just seemed too easy like you could have just said Eminem <laughs> but regardless um, I'm very interested to see where this goes because I think later that day they both went on IG live at the same time interestingly enough um, and we're just discussing it. Uh, Royce alluded to the idea that he wouldn't go after Lupe personally, which seemed weird given that he did already. Um, So there's that. And honestly, it just felt like Royce was being very fake about it. He was being like, oh, man, like this is, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I mean... I called him a bitch, but that doesn't mean he neither responded like that. Like, that sort of vibe, at least. Like, that's how it sounded like he was talking. Like, I didn't pay too much attention to the live because I was on my break. <laughs> but still, it was just like, alright, dude. Like, this doesn't seem like you actually are very invested in what's happening. It did sound like he wasn't going to entertain the idea of a second track, but... As of now, nothing's happened, so we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Lupe's live, I didn't check that out at all, but um, it sounded like the what he said on it was basically that their podcast is over now, so it was a good run, apparently, while it lasted. Uh, I think there still was an episode that dropped last week, but that was because it was a backlog, so there's that. Um. So, I'm interested to see what happens next. If Royce comes out with another track, Lupe will go in harder, I'm sure. He will probably drop SLR 4. And, yeah, we'll see where that goes. Um, It is very interesting because it's at the point where... Like, their careers are on different paths at this point. Like, Royce is going upward, which, good for him. I mean... Also, I I know I mentioned, like, I think I said something on um, the Lupe breakdown where I'm like, oh, like, no one really knows about Layers and The Book of Ryan. Like, ask the general public to name a Royce the Five Nine album and then ask the general public to list a Lupe fiasco album. I think most people would be able to give you a Lupe Fiasco album and not a Royce album. That's kind of what I was trying to say. I wasn't trying to say that no one cares about those albums. Because those albums are some of Royce's best work. But still. You ask a general person who what a Roy, who the Royce 59 is. And they'd probably be like, I don't fucking know. Leave me alone. This is a target. Um, but yeah, like... People are going to be more likely to list off a Lupe album than a Royce album. That's all I have to say about that. Also, I, I don't want to respond to comments right now. It's, I'm not in the mood. <laughs> There's too many comments. Um. Anyways, with all that said, um, I'm interested to see where this goes next. I feel like if yeah, like if they do do another diss, it's going to be a lot more serious hopefully they're shorter. <laughs> I don't want to do a breakdown for a seven-minute song again. That's very tiring, and I don't know how many people want to sit and listen to me try to break down lyrics for 30 to 40 minutes, because, yeah, that's tiring for everyone involved. It is fun, but it's still tiring. Uh, moving on. Um, those are the main topics I really want to touch on, because those are the biggest bits of news. Like, it's crazy. Like, Kanye's releasing album and there's a beef like rap beef is always fun to talk about and I also just hope that this doesn't escalate honestly like I don't want it to get too serious um I was joking about it with someone and they're like man they gonna mess they are gonna fuck around and uh we'll have two <laughs> backpack rappers dead in the street um and then I respond as like Lupe's gonna show up with his sword and get shot jokes and jokes entirely like because lupe is a martial artist and he focuses on sword arts and royce does not <laughs> um anyways moving on Ah, hot um yeah uh rolling loud i didn't watch anything <laughs> But I did see what people were saying, so I'm going off of that um, So apparently There were a lot of people who were upset that rappers weren't actually Rapping uh, I Don't know What y'all thought this was um, This has been a very Common thing in the last few years where rappers will go to a show and instead of playing just the instrumental they'll play the actual track and then just kind of rap over their own vocals. That's not a new thing. I'm I'm not going to lie. Like I've I've seen that at shows and it's it's not great, but the shows that I have been to where they've done that the rappers still have a good amount of energy, so they, you know, there's at least that. Um, so it kind of makes it a little better, I'd say. Uh, at Rolling Loud, apparently that was not the case. Um, but also, it's like I'm, I'm still just confused. Like, is this new to y'all? Also, it's Rolling Loud. I don't think anyone actually cares who's when they're there. Like, I mean, the people who are performing there, like, they probably don't really care. Like. Festivals, I feel like in general, like, artists don't necessarily bring out their best. Like, they're just there and they're going to perform because there's going to be people there anyway. So, at least in my mind. that's I don't know if that, that's actually the case. The only ones that I've actually been to has been Camp Lagna. And those were... The performers were generally like, alright, you're just there. <laughs> so... The only actually really dope performance was Tyler's performances and, um, Kitsy Ghost, but in general, like, if you're just a regular rapper, like, you're just gonna be, you're just gonna be there. (laughs) Um, but yeah, people were, people were surprisingly upset about that. Um, I'm not that surprised. I I wish we would change that and make it go back to playing the instrumental and rapping over that, um, because... I mean, coming out of the pandemic, I think that's kind of what people want. Um, Especially for newer artists. Like, I don't, again, I didn't actually watch any of it, and I didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to what people were saying because I don't care about Rolling Loud. Like, I don't care. But basically, like, if you're a newer artist, performing is going to be new to you as well. Especially, like, if you started popping off during the whole pandemic. Or, like, anywhere basically from late 2019 to now. If you've been getting any sort of popularity, performing live is probably new to you. And, like, the most you've done in the past has probably been, like, small shows. Just being realistic. Um, that's not a bad thing. Like, I'm not saying that. But performing live is something that's you're not as familiar with. So, yeah, it's way easier to just play the backing track and, like, just, you know, run around and have that play when you're not actually rapping. But th- actually, rapping is important too. Um, like, I think the best example of a good live show is Tech Nine. Like, the stage show itself is ridiculous, but he's also rapping the entire time. And,. You can learn a lot from that, I say. Uh, Like, that's the main reason I bring it up. Like, the breath control and just being able to do all that, like, it's very impressive. And it's something that I feel a lot of people are struggling to do. But, you know, there's a lot of training involved. He's also literally a touring artist. Like, normally he's on tour for, like, two-thirds of the year. So he has a lot of experience with it. But he is someone that you definitely need to look to to I mean, if you want to be a better performing artist. Like if you wanna have a dope live show, look at Tech Nine. Look at what he's doing. <clears throat> uh regarding or related to Rolling Loud, something that definitely upset me a little bit was the baby's performance where he bought out Troy Lane's. It's like why? Why are you why do you keep egging this on? Like you're actually just being a nuisance now. Like I'm not gonna go too much into it because at this point we know the whole Tory Lanez issue. But it's like, why? Why do you keep bringing him out? Why do you keep doing things with him? Leave him alone. Like no one should be touching him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyways, also during the during the baby performance, uh, someone threw <coughs> someone threw a shoe at him. And, uh, it was just funny because <clears throat> he said something along the lines of, Hey, who threw, that <laughs> who threw that Adidas at me? Which was funny because, one, it was a singular Adidas shoe, so an Adida, but also because of his accent, like, Adidas, you know, the S kind of gets dropped off. <laughs> so it was just funny. Uh, nothing else to say about that, that's all. Um... But that's all the news I wanted to touch on. Uh, There are a couple albums that dropped last week, which are dope. Dave dropped uh, We're All in This Together Alone, which is a follow-up to Psychodrama, and it's a bit different, I'd say. But I enjoyed it. And Ransom dropped um, Heavy as the Head with uh, Big Ghost, and that's dope as hell. I'm probably going to be reviewing the Ransom album first, because it is shorter, uh, I might get it a day of album. We'll see. Uh, on top of that, uh, Sadistic is dropping Lapel Duvier tomorrow, the 27th. So I'm very excited for that. And then on Friday, Isaiah Rashad is dropping The House is Burning. He just released the track list and it's stacked. Unfortunately, there's no Kendrick feature, but it is still stacked. Uh, we got features from Smino, J Rock, SZA, Black, and more. Uh, Losey Uzi Furt's on there. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so, that's exciting. Um, but yeah, I will leave it out there for now. Let me know in the comments below what you thought of this podcast. If you prefer these random news bits given to you versus a long story. And uh, like and subscribe if you want to see more ramblings like this. <laughs> Thank you for watching and please stay safe out there.